Good morning and welcome to Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncie on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saga Tuck Douglas area. Saga Tuck on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saga Tuck Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia, and Mill Pond Realty. And now Gregory Muncie with Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. You can play in our sing, work on your tape, do about anything that you want. When the sun goes down, this is our beach town. Good morning, wakey, wakey, welcome to Saga Tuck on Sunday. This is Gregory Muncy, and we are live in here in beautiful downtown Saga Tuck. That lead-in music you just heard was Don Middlebrook. He'll be on the show in a couple weeks. He is one of our favorites, and he is certainly a sign of spring in our area. He plays regularly here at the Butler Restaurant and also a regular at the uh, Music in the Park, which uh, we are planning to put on this year. Super excited. Spring is in the air. We've been uh, uh, hanging out at uh, the beach and going on lots of hikes around town. Uh, it's been perfect weather for it. Uh, went up to Oval Beach last night and saw this beautiful sunset. It really is a place to go and watch the sunset in here in West Michigan. We want to uh, uh, welcome... Uh, our guest today, we've got a couple exciting guests. We want to tell you how Grow is growing. Our restaurant, Grow, will be celebrating five years in town, and they're opening up a little spot, a little trap, if you will. And we'll talk to Alec and Lindsay Paitlaner from uh, Grow Restaurant, and uh, they'll be here to talk about how they're expanding this year. We're also going to have, at the 8.30 hour, Anna Donahue from the West Michigan Artist Entrepreneurs. She's that gal that's been facilitating the uh, Art in the Park event that we've done the, uh, for about three years there in Wicks Park. And she's going to talk about her organization and the work that she does with artists throughout West Michigan. This is Gregory Muncy, and I'm so happy to have you join us. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Charming Sagatuck Rentals. They've got three beautiful rentals in Douglas, Sagatuck. Uh, go check them out on Airbnb. Also, go check out their uh, Facebook page at uh, Charming Sagatuck Rentals on Facebook. Also, like to thank the Inner Urban for, golly, over 40 years. For just a dollar, you can get to where you're going and get back home. Uh, it's a great transportation, our public transportation here in the Sagatuck and Douglas area. Uh, they also offer food delivery service right now. And also, we'll pick up your prescription here from our local pharmacy. Also, back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. I'll be back there tomorrow making designs, filling in for Jean, and uh, making uh, memories with flowers. And uh, we've had a great time there uh, this winter working with her. And then also, of course, Mill Pond Realty, uh, for over 25 years, uh, they are the go-to for your uh, realtor uh, realtor needs, uh, rental needs. Uh, those girls really show hospitality, professionalism uh, when it comes to buying a new home or renting a home and staying here and enjoying the area. 
Uh, it is a beautiful day outside. We're looking down Butler Street right now, and uh, it's so nice and calm. I can tell there's probably going to be a beautiful sunrise over at Wade's Bayou. So if you're out and about and cruising around early, uh, uh, check out that. Go park over there and check out the sunrise. It really is spectacular. Uh, back to Don Middlebrook, I want to let you know that uh, he will be here in a couple weeks. He'll be on our show when he gets back to town, and we'll be performing all around town. Uh, all of our locals are very familiar. He's a friend of everyone around here. You can go to his website at donmiddlebrook.net and, uh, and check out, download all of those great songs if you've been missing him. I uh, want you to grab a cup of coffee. We're having this delicious coffee from the butler pantry they provided this hazelnut cream for our show and for our guests and we are excited to have them and their coffee um you know what uh we've got a fun fun little show for you but i want to get you updated on a lot of things going on around town uh you know that's the thing about our show we want to keep you updated with all the latest news so uh, this is a this is a new segment. We're going to start off in our first half hour with news, breaking news from the Saugatuck and Douglas area, provided from our of our local and reliable news sources. <laughs> we want to let you know what's going on. Um, you know, uh, Wade's Bayou and uh, uh, there in. Douglas, beautiful little park. That's where I like to go and get uh, a kayak from Running Rivers and take it out, uh, have a lot of fun there. Uh, on Monday, the Douglas City Council approved the purchase of a 10 by 40 foot low profile floating dock, which members could launch and retire their long, narrow boats called shells. So that Douglas uh, Harbor Authority, through private donations and contributions of park funds, Recommend the dock purchase at the uh, city's multi-year effort to transform the waterfront park at the east center east end of Sutter Street into a municipal marina. So they're they're branching that out and making it a more usable area for folks. And uh, the 42 degree north rowing club has agreed with the city to a three-year deal by which it would pay $150 yearly to reserve one of Wade's Bayou parking for its single axle trailer used to transport these shells. Now, it would not store vessels or any other equipment on the short-term Encino public racks at the park. I guess the club has agreed to provide a certificate of insurance, which, of course, uh, for uh, damages and Members have agreed not to interfere with or block with the uh, general public in the use of the ramp and the dock facilities. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, you know, the uh, idea, uh, the city manager, Rich Lombard, had said that is to encourage recreation in Wade's Bayou to benefit public health, plus promote rowing and other recreational uses there. And, you know, it gives you more to do there in Douglas. And, and, uh, and I think that's a great park. So... So that, that's a really interesting little thing going on in Douglas. So you might see that pop up this year. A lot of people have been talking about the social district uh, that was uh, scheduled here to be here in downtown Saugatuck. Uh, it, uh, the Saugatuck Social District allows for carry-out beer and wine to be consumed outside in common gathering areas. And it, it was officially set to begin Sunday, March 7th. 
No. However, visitors to Saugatuck will not be able to take advantage of the social district just yet because actually no bars or restaurants in Saugatuck so far have received permits from the Michigan Liquor Control Commission because it's a process. It, it takes a while uh, to get the to-go alcohol uh, uh, licensing. So, And uh, additionally, uh, signs and uh, marking social district boundaries uh, for the uh, participating business, those ho- have not been put up yet, but uh, they do have some wonderful designs uh, that were created from the folks over at the CVB, the Sagatuck CVB, come up with these uh, great little designs. And uh, so th- they would be ready uh, soon to go. Uh, as of Thursday, I understand, because I, I listened in into the uh, city meeting, which anybody could do if you're really interested in Sagatuck and Douglas and our, our cities and uh, their meetings are mostly on Zoom now, and so a lot of folks can, you know, see what's going on, keep up with, keep up with what's new. Um, I guess about five establishments have begun applying or have already expressed interest in the social district, and uh, I guess uh, uh, there are about twenty breweries and restaurants that would be eligible that are in the bounds here. So that's that's quite a few in a short in a small little area. So uh, I guess uh, the uh, the cups will be marked with the little social district logo. Um, apparently, it is going to take a few more weeks before that happens. So that's going to be a little bit more delayed than folks might know. So it might not be until maybe the end of March, uh, you know, getting into two, three weeks from now before we see that. And there has been a lot of pullback. Um, so uh, I know uh, CJ, my sound guy here, uh, and uh, my faithful sound guy, uh, you just got back from Savannah, Georgia. Is that correct? That's that's correct. Yeah, and uh, so that had to have been a fun vacation. Yeah, get out we had in the really sun a time. little bit. Yep. But but you know we had great weather while you were gone anyway. Yeah, it wasn't seventy here. I don't. Well, think. yeah, but it was still <laughs> it was nice, pretty good yeah. for this time of year. Yep. Uh, you know, today it's going to get up to uh, about 44, 40, 44, um, uh, and then it's supposed to go up into the fifties and sixties. But then, if you look at the ten day forecast, it's going to get cold again. I put away my snow shovel. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really? Uh, yep. So you're betting on putting the snow shovel away? I, me and the groundhog are uh, saying winter is over. So now the reason why I mentioned you were in it, uh, Georgia, Savannah, Georgia, because we're talking about the drinking district, and 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 that uh, uh, they have that allowed there, right? Is they they do. They have a very big yeah. social district. Uh huh. And so, what do you think about that? Now I know you have your rentals here from sure. uh, yeah so we we well so since we were there we had to try it see what it was like and so every place you go into it's when you go to get your bill they ask you do you want one to go so, sure so every bill gets uh, an extra drink on it and you walk for with that one to the next place or around town and uh-huh. see all the historic sites it's yeah savannah has a lot of history it's really a, a worthwhile vacation yeah, well, you know, there's been a little bit of a kickback, you know, on that. You know, a couple folks and concerned folks wondering about, you know, uh, more lewd behavior in the area, which is understandable. And then, you know, there's also some folks that talk about, you know, well, if you get the cup, you could just go ahead and, you know, refill it 
out of your trunk or you know i've i've heard a lot of that as well so sure well I, but i think some of those things happen here anyways off off the boats and things so this at least the businesses can participate and there's a little better chance of patrolling it because of this the designated cups or stickers at least mm-hmm. yeah i saw the design of the sticker and it yeah. also says you know date and time oh so um i think that might be required when you buy the drink sure. so it, that you know you would know how long you had that cup that way you couldn't bring the cup right. to town it, it, the next repeated, day right. or right yeah uh, so i guess with the sticker roll they can date it date it and uh-huh. stick it on there that probably works yeah 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 savannah didn't have any of that their rules were it has to be plastic no lids and no more than 16 ounces but it, right. there was no sticker or anything like that but i guess that's the limit here too sure. as well um yeah. about 16 ounces um, so did you see any extra lewd behavior? <laughs> well, I, I don't know what to reference it from, but uh, Savannah's a haunted town, so we saw some ghosts and some things like that. There's a couple scary you moments. You saw ghosts? Uh, well, I'm not sure. Come on. It could have been the, I don't know. It could have been the social district talking. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm wondering, too. <laughs> no, it was it was pretty calm. We had a good time, but uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. T- to bed by nine, so we didn't really see all the, the behavior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so I'm anxious to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, you know, I think what's good is is what's beneficial, you know, to the community, um, to the business community, um, and of course, would hate to see any kind of you know lewd behavior. Or I, there are things, you know, when you're in a town where there's you know lots of bars, and so there is expected you know to be incidences. Well, um, but um, but I don't know. They, I guess this is an experiment. Change. So this is something that you know they're going to try for a couple months. It might be through April. It's only supposed to be through Memorial Day. The, I thought the weekend before Memorial Day. Yeah. Um, and so it's just like a little couple month trial period. Changes. I think hard. it's worth giving a shot. And absolutely, you know, in this town, uh, it takes a while to change anything. Well, exactly. Um, and hard. so, so it is. Well, I, I end up with beer bottles in my yard sometimes from people walking back out of town. So now I'll get social district cops instead. Oh, sure. <laughs> and here in town, there are times where I'll see a beer can or a, but I think, it on, on, yeah, no, I'll just pick it up and throw it away. Right. Um, but not a whole lot of it. Not too many. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it'll go well. Yeah, right, right. Um, speaking of the city of Sagatuck, just so everybody knows, um, there are jobs available. Lots of people are hiring in town. Uh, Sagatuck and Douglas, just walk around the towns and you'll see signs and windows. But uh, the city of Sagatuck right now is looking for a new Oval Beach manager uh, slash patrol supervisor. And uh, so it, uh, the idea of the position is that uh, it coordinates seasonal staff and operations related to beach patrol, beach maintenance, concessions, land conservancy enforcement, and assistance to beach patrons at Oval Beach Park. The starting wage, uh, 18 to $20 an hour, not too shabby. Um, and now the great thing about it, though, it is seasonal. So... You know, if somebody's looking for something, you know, uh, from April 5th is the start date and then through September 17th, uh, it's a 40 hour per week. You get weekends and holidays are, of course, required like they are for everybody that works in town. Um, And uh, uh, they are accepting applications there through the March 19th. So you'll want to go over to the Sagatuck City Hall. You can fill out an online application, uh, 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 
as well. Just go to SagatuckCity.com and uh, check out their uh, employment position there available. You can see where you can click right on and uh, and fill out an application. And uh, it's really got, I mean, how, how fun of a job is that? You know, you hang out at Oval Beach all the time, you know. So, exactly. so it's got it's to be a lot of fun. Um, also in the news, we'd like to say uh, uh, happy, happy, happy retirement. Um, and a lot of folks uh, in, uh, in Saugatuck and Douglas, you know, they don't keep up a whole lot with Saugatuck Township. But uh, John Helmerich and the folks over there do a wonderful job. And and uh, I want to say a happy retirement to Carol Baumbach. Um, she spent uh, 44 years as the administrative assistant there at the Saugatuck Township Building. You know Saugatuck Township Building. You know where it is, don't you, CJ? No. Really? <laughs> I still don't have my local button, so no, See, I don't. A lot of <laughs> um, it's uh, in the same building as the state police post. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I, I know where that is. Okay, close, close to my golf. <laughs> she course. was their administrative, forty-four years, and uh, she was hired by the township in nineteen seventy-seven. And uh, back then, the cities of Saugatuck and Douglas were still unincorporated, and they were they were a part of the township. So she, they were kind of like every everything was together back then. Um, uh, that was before Saugatuck and City incorporated as cities. So, so. So I thought that was interesting. We want to wish her and thank you for her service. That certainly is giving up a lot when you when you work in the public like that. Uh, Forty four years. It says a lot about your character. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. That's a long time. Forty four <laughs> years. Imagine what's everything that's changed in that period mm-hmm. of time. Um, did you hear what happened last week? Uh, we had one of our finest Allegan County Sheriff. Uh, he uh, he helped a woman and a dog escape a house fire. Oh, excellent. He good, saved good, a dog good. and and the woman, of course. Um, uh, he noticed the house on fire and responded. He, uh, that deputy, he was patrolling around Lee Township um, around 10 p.m. Uh, that was Thursday, February 25th, and observed the flames coming from the chimney area of the home. Uh, a, this is out at 56th Street, south of 109th Avenue, so it's a little bit out there by... Pullman area, uh, believing there might be occupants inside, he pulled up. He turned on a siren and uh, started knocking on the door. Lady didn't even know the fire was going on. She was upstairs getting ready for bed, and uh, it was the siren and the knocking on the door that got her out, got the dog out, and they were able to extinguish the flames. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the home appears to be a total loss, though, for her. So. Um, we okay. hope that uh, she's able to recover from that well. Um, she was upstairs, like I said, getting ready for bed. They say the fire came from their um, uh, their wood-burning stove. Wow. That's, so. that, that's got to be the real satisfying part of being a police officer, all those good things, uh, to be able to save a life and save somebody from having a bigger disaster than, they, than there was. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so, too. So, um, CJ, a lot of people, yeah, I had a couple of our listeners are – Sick of hearing it. Um, but are you finally done with that kitchen yet? <laughs> no, not yet. We're close. <laughs> this weekend. This I, weekend. I, I had my other job this week, so I was busy all week, so uh-huh. I had to wait till the weekend to finish it off. Uh-huh. So did you uh, did you walk around town? Did you have any fun I in did. town? I did. Downtown was packed last night, yesterday. Uh-huh. We walk, I walked in uh, to just get some fresh air out of the paint fumes. 
Uh-huh. And then it was not a parking spot to be found. Well, you know, things are starting to happen again. Um, well, they're always happening. Actually, you know, I feel like um, this winter we've had so much go on that we haven't really had that usual winter break that most of us uh, locals, some of us, look forward to. I think we have to be careful. The weather has been so good. I hate to even jinx it because it's been so great for at least over a year. The weather's just been perfect. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it's nice to see things and things open up and be a little bit more open. We've got uh, uh, 50% at the restaurants now. Um, You know, that doesn't always mean a lot to our small restaurants because, you know, at 25% to 50%, they might be able to add one table or two more tables. But I think it might help open people up to come out more. But it was busy, like you said, in town. And uh, and everybody was in town. There's, uh, you know... Events are happening. Uh, we've got live music uh, is back at Wicks every Saturday night. Also on Saturday nights, we've got uh, Coral Gables. They've got their comedy club going on. So what's what's the word? When do they start with the pop ups? Well, do you know the date when that begins? Um, the pop up. Uh, you mean the, little, the outdoor? Outdoor. Uh, I believe that would be uh, April or May. I'd have to double check that. Okay. And, and find out. But uh, are you excited looking I, forward I am, to that? I am. Since I officially ended winter and put my shovel away, it's... Well, you know, there's of. snow in the forecast, you know, yeah. the 10-day forecast. So you might have to hold back on that just a little bit. Um, so, but, um, you know, where else did you go? Did you hang out in town? Uh, did you, Coral any, Gables, cool? Old Crow Bar, then down to Corner Bar. Oh, the uh, the old Coral Gables, yeah. Uh-huh. They've got, like I said, Comedy Club, 8 p.m. Yep. If you get the tickets online, if you go to sagatacomedy.com, you could buy the tickets for $10 in advance online. And uh, the show starts at 8 p.m. over there. They had they a big crowd. They had a good crowd. Out at 7.30. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Tables are spaced out. Everything yeah. looks to be safe. But I saw had, yeah. uh, Renee, a couple of my friends, uh, they posted that they went. And uh, they get some good comedi- uh, comedians in there. They really do. Um, you know, uh, and then also another sign of spring is that Sagatuck Brewing Company is coming out with their spring beers. Um, they just uh, announced the return of their spring and summer release of the Blueberry Lemonade Shandy. I'd, that's a good beer. That's a good beer for Oval Beach. Have you have you had that before? I've tasted it. I'm not a fruit in my beer person, but I have tasted it. It's good. Fruit in your beer person. Uh, you know, Sagatuck Brewing Company, they've been there since 2005. And they, they just first started uh, brewing blueberry lemonade shandy in 2017. Let's see, that's four years ago. doesn't seem like four years ago, does it? Time flies. Yeah. and uh, And it was only as a draft beer. Uh, and it was supposed to be just at their pub in Douglas, and uh, I guess at uh, Michigan Beer Festivals as well. So, but by the end of that summer, folks were buying it, so they started putting it in six packs and twelve packs, and so you'll see that available in store shelves and beer taps around the brewery's distribu- distribution footprint, beginning in early March. Um, you know. Lots of events going on. Of course, you can go to SagatuckDouglas.com, and you can explore events and see what's coming up. You know, um, it's uh, we've got this wonderful mountain film on tour, and it's going to be a virtual experience this year uh, from the uh, Sagatuck Center for the Arts. And uh, it's a uh, 
they've curated like a, a lineup of films showcasing makers, thinkers, explorers, and doers from all, all across the globe. It really is a, a neat event. Um, they've been doing this as their fourth annual now. And so this year, um, it's a virtual event. Um, you can go to their tickets and find out more information at sc4a.org and find out more. Um, and it's a family-friendly event um, because they have, uh, they have the Film for Families program. Um, and this, this opens on March 18th. It's through March 28th. Um, and you, you get your tickets online. So um, they've got a wonderful lineup of sponsors and locals that, you know, we all like to support, like uh, Landshark, Sagatuck Brewing, Uncommon Coffee Roasters, Modalis. And, uh, and uh, it it's really is a really cool event. But, um, you know, another thing you might want to sign up for, because it's their limited seating, we've got a lot of artists. I've got a lot of friends that are artists. We're going to have Anna Donahue. She's going to be on later. And uh, they've got the uh, Spring Art on the Meadow workshops at Oxbow. You know, oh. you know Oxbow, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I know where that is. That's, a, that's been our art jewel here uh, for over 100 years there. And uh, they're uh, in conjunction with the uh, Chicago Institute of Arts. They're the uh, summer programs and, uh, and the uh, retreat uh, summer retreat uh, for art students. Um, their Springtime Saturday series welcomes their beloved community back to the campus because, you know, we're just starting to get out. Of, and this is an outdoor event where you make art and you learn a little bit about art. Each Saturday series workshop will meet for three sessions and all workshops will be held indoors uh, uh, in our studios um, as well as outdoors with limited enrollment so you'll want to enroll now. You just go to, you know, if you want to register or you want to find out more information, you just go to oxbow.org. But make sure you put that uh, hyphen in the middle, ox-bow.org, and, um, and sign up for their Art on the Meadow workshops as they start to open up their campus again. That's really exciting. So anybody can go to that. It's not just the people from the Chicago that's right. It's open to the public. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we love the Friday night uh, studio, open night uh, open studios that they did the year before last, and so they were certainly missed. Um, but uh, it's great to see people, you know, back and, you know, starting to have, you know, events um, and events coming back to town. Um, speaking of events, I want to remind everybody about the 13th Annual Lifeline Gala. And that's uh, put on by Safe Harbor. Uh, they are the Child Advocacy Center, and uh, and uh, they're there in Shelbyville, Michigan. And uh, they're doing a Lifeline Galley. You can either join virtually or in person. Um, they're requiring um, a, a social distancing event um, uh, where uh, you'll register to go for the silent auction, or you can also do it online as well. And, uh, you know, you can also be a, a corporate or developmental sponsor. They're starting to grow. We're going to have them on the, uh, on Lisa and uh, those girls on next week and talk a little bit more about that. Um, and uh, we're also going to have Tree of Life Juice next uh, week oh. from uh, Whitney Troutman, uh, who's uh, been there for a couple years now and uh, bringing a little bit of healthy to the community. Uh, maybe make up for, you know, all those bars we have in town. <laughs> 
it's yin and yang. You got to have some balance. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and so, and then, and then, like I said, you know, we're going to start having more music as well uh, the next few weeks. And then, once the weather breaks, we're going to do different things on location. I was just talking over over the, you know, in Glen they've got a new little restaurant. It's called. Uh, it's I don't know if you know this. The Corner Cafe. And uh, Ed just opened it over there, a good friend of ours, and uh, and uh, went over there a couple times for lunch already. And uh, we'll be doing a live broadcast there uh, shortly oh, in the next few weeks. So oh, that's good. I'm looking forward. I can get breakfast. Yeah. So so we're looking forward to that. Um, uh, but next up um, on our show, um, uh, we are heading to break. I just had Chad Cashman. I want to give him a, another shout out and thank you for queuing everything up this morning over at the station. Um, but our next lineup, we've got Alec and Lindsay Pate Leitner from Grow. I hope I said that right. He sent me the pronunciation when he sent me a You're short so little bio. You're so good with the names. You're so good with the names. <laughs> and uh, so they're going to be on at 730, and they're going to talk about how they're growing. There's something new going on right next door. I know it's not called No Dibs, by the way. A lot of people think that. Oh. That was a store that was there even before the leather store. Oh. So that was like old school. Yeah, I had to learn about that from the old school Saga Tuck folks about No Dibs. That was kind of a cool place. But now it's going to be a trap, some kind of trap. So we're going to find out. We're going to find out because we've got them coming on the show after these messages coming up. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday. I want to give another shout out to our sponsors, Charming Saga Tuck Rentals, the Interurban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Mill Pond Realty. We'll be right back. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the 7.30 hour. This is Gregory Muncy on Saga Tuck on Sunday with that sun coming up. If you were over there at Wade's Bayou, that's a great place to watch at sunrise over there in downtown Douglas. Uh, lots of exciting things going on. Lots of new businesses. You know, CJ, um, I stopped at this new place called Lulu Caju that oh, just really? opened up. That's great. My wife great. has been on a desire to go check that place out. She's listening. Tell her all about it. Oh, who is? Who's Kimberly? Kimberly. Oh, it was so much fun. I mean, it's quite an adventure walking into the store. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's got everything from vintage artwork to there's this player piano. I guess the uncle comes and plays piano on weekends. It's a gourmet store. It's there's a, She's doing uh, kitchen classes. Um, there's, so there's lots of kitchen accessories, dishes, okay. um, beautiful dishes. There's a set that I want. I haven't priced them yet, but uh, maybe I can negotiate a deal with her. Um, uh, but uh, uh, the uh, uh, great prices on lots of things as well. Uh, that I bought uh, these hot pads. Uh, I got three of them for okay. 12 bucks. Beautiful, thick hot pads. Um, got a couple other things for the kitchen. Got these dates. She has these wonderful California dates. Big, plump, just mm. that sweet. 
And uh, I made uh, bacon-wrapped dates this week. I will definitely those. have to go check that out. They were, del- they were delicious. You'll have to check that. Right across the street from the Marathon gas station yep. uh, there on Blue Star. Um, you know, talking about good stuff to eat, I'd like to uh, uh, take that disco ball and bring it down off the ceiling and introduce to the stage. Oh, here they come, walking down the runway, strutting their stuff. It is Alec and Lindsay Payliner. Welcome from the Grow Cafe and Bistro here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck and something else coming up. Hey, hey guys, welcome to the show. Get up on that mic and bring it down to you if you need to. And uh, how how are you guys today? Well, great. It's a beautiful Sunday morning. It's early, isn't it? It, it is. Not, not too early for us, though. We're used, used to the breakfast. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. If, if you could just speak up a little bit. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome. Get on that mic. Um, and uh, and, and want to introduce you folks. I met you when you moved to town back in 2015. And, uh, and uh, you opened up this little uh, restaurant in town where a lot of us remember as a go-to cafe for a long time, 24, 25 years, was Monroe's. Heather Barton uh, had worked at this cafe. Great favorite restaurant of mine. And you guys came in, and you opened up your whole new kind of a restaurant. It's totally different. And I remember when you first opened it, I, I thought to myself, well, this is really different. It's not, it's not my, you know, hangout. And I'm like, what's going on here? And then I ate the food. And it was like, wow. I mean, you guys really have talent. You've got a lot going on over there. W- what made you move over here to, um, to West Michigan and, and get into the restaurant business five years ago? Um, well, thank you for having us again, Gregory. And uh, so in 2015, um, Lindsay and I were in Chicago where we had been in the restaurant business for years and years. And uh, we... We kind of looked at ourselves at the end of the lease and, and, and knew that it was time for a change. Um, we'd been visiting this area for for several years. Uh, kind of the, the impetus for the first time we came up here was actually Virtue Cider in Fenville. Um, coworkers of mine, old coworkers of mine, were part of the first team over there, and so we came up specifically just to just to visit visit him and, and see those grounds as they were opening up there, and you know. Famous last words, story here all the time. We just absolutely fell in love with Saugatuck, Douglas area. And we kept coming back, kept coming back, kept coming back. And it was time to, to leave the big city. We knew that this is the place that we wanted to be. And 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 tell us real quick, because I've got a lot of questions. First of all, I'm reading your bio and I've got tons of questions. But tell us real quick, what kind of food, real quick, because we'll go over that in a minute. But real quick, what's your style? Um, well, we've been known for the last five years um, for our brunch and lunch cuisine, which is, I would say, contemporary American fare. Uh-huh. Um, the main thing that we promote is that we are a scratch kitchen. So we make everything in-house um, right down to the ketchup, as we always say. That's very important to us. Uh-huh. Um, and we try to take some unique spins on what your traditional um, American fare would be. Oh, okay. 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 Um, now – uh, Lindsay, you were born and raised on the east side of the state, much like I was. I was born south of. I see you were born north of Detroit, mm-hmm. and uh, you you uh, you come from Michigan State University, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you moved to Chicago and got your master's at La Jolla. 
mm-hmm. master's in. Oh my, my master's in social work. Social work. Oh, okay. Yes. And then, um, but but the restaurants, it's been your whole life, right? Yeah, so I started working in restaurants at age 15. My first job was um, a silverware roller. Uh, that was the only <laughs> thing I did. I would come in for three hours and roll silverware. It was a fantastic job for a 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I really fell in love with the restaurant industry. I would just sit um, on a little crate in the back pantry room and watch everything going on in the kitchen, and I just was mesmerized. So I continued to work in the restaurant industry in various roles, Um for the rest of my career, um, even when I started working a day job in social work, I continued to work at restaurants at night. So it's never really left left me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so when you guys came to town, you found out that this place was for sale. How did you got to know Heather? Um, yeah, so we, we um, when we were in Chicago, we actually had uh, sort of our Grow 1.0 version. Oh. Um, we worked at, we had, it was a catering company. Um, we did corporate catering downtown. Um, we worked first out of commissary kitchens, and then we uh, rented a daytime spot at a late night bar. So, okay. and we, uh, we, it was a lot of, you, you'd find a lot of familiar stuff that you might even see on our menu now. We did healthy uh, deli salads, artesian pickles, um, uh, you know, a lot of local and from scratch fare and we did both that corporate catering and the festival markets throughout Chicago. And so when we moved here, we um, knew that we wanted to figure out how to parlay that into a brick and mortar in some capacity. Brick and mortar, and and so so you ran across this restaurant that mm-hmm. um, that that was for sale. Correct. And and so, but you say casual American. I think your food is incredible. I think it's Thank gourmet. You. I mean, I... That's very kind of you. I appreciate the comment. Um, yeah, I, it's upscale. I think yeah. it's a little... Yeah. yeah, but not upscale pricing, no, but no, upscale. No. And, 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 uh, and, and I really, really enjoy your, your breakfast. Um, uh, and then um, what, what are some of the most popular items on, on your menu? What, what, do you, what, what are your favorite things? I, mean, I know sometimes I'll go there and you'll be experimenting in the kitchen in the past <laughs> yes. and you'll bring it out to our table or you'll let me try it. And I'll, I feel like, oh, this is cool, you know. I'm so, I'm so glad. We, lo- we love uh, having people to te- test out our test kitchens on. Yeah, but what, what are people, what, what, do you lo- what are your favorite things or what, what, what do people ask for most? Um, well, I'd say my, my favorite dish and one of our signature items is our skillet. Um, it's got a lot of Southwest flavors. It's sort of a layered breakfast dish. We got um, house-made home fries, um, a black bean ragu, um, house-made pulled pork carnitas, mm. a tomato aioli, two fried eggs, salsa verde, um, farmer's feta. Um, it's really got so many flavors. And if you've never been to grow, that is probably what I would recommend um, recommend you get. It's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> Thank you. Um, now, you guys will be opening soon, or what, when, are you, when are you planning? Yeah, uh, we're shooting for, you know, it doesn't, doesn't feel like spring quite today, but uh, we're <laughs> shooting for that the first, first, first or second weekend in April. So, um, there's, there's a few moving parts but, uh, that we're, we're trying to string together, and uh, first or second week in April, uh, we, we'll be back in business. You'll be back in business, yeah. but you'll be back, and you'll be bigger. Because you took on the unit right next to you that was a Mazwe, the um, not a Mazwe, um, Amaru Leather. Exactly. Um, and uh, and uh, for many years uh, she was there. 
um, and uh, and you guys uh, took over that space, and now you're calling it what is it calling the trap? The trap from uh-huh. Grow Cafe and Bistro. Yeah, it was um, you know a unique opportunity. Um, Beth and Beth from Amaru Leather uh, retired, and uh, so that space was available, and uh, it just it was kind of a no brainer to take it over. Uh-huh. Um, and so the, the concept there is it's really going to be twofold. During the day, it's going to be a waiting area for brunch uh-huh. um, where you can have a cup of coffee or a cocktail while you're waiting for your table. Sure. Um, and in addition, the whole uh, – for those local enough to know, the, the Griffith side street, we're going to be able to take that over as well. So we'll have additional outdoor seating on, right. the, on the sidewalk cafe there. So that will be the daytime purpose of the space. And then at night – uh, we are going to – that is going to be our primary dinner service space. Oh, and, nice. Um, we are colloquially calling it The Trap from Grow Cafe and Bistro. And it's going to be uh, Middle Eastern cuisine, so a oh. Middle Eastern bistro. Yum. Um, we wanted to – we wanted to have kind of a different identity for the for the evening hours, right? Um, and you know, fill a, fill a niche that wasn't you know within walking distance of all the Saga Talk restaurants around here. So we're very excited about it. We've been test kitchening all winter. Lindsay will talk. I know. Little, little I see more. your posts all the time, <laughs> and I, it's, it makes me hungry. I'm like, when are they going to open? Um, but uh, now is the trap. Now I'm just wondering. Can you? And I'm curious myself. Can you? access that from behind your building or so is there a hall that you can so that because that's a lot of work you got you guys you two are in that restaurant every morning every day from open to close (laughs) even if they're not open they're doing stuff in there um and if you're waiting on tables you're back in the kitchen they're like nonstop, um and so they're really a part of the business they're not just someone who you know sits back and and watches, you know, others, um, but they're really hands-on. So you have a way to get yeah, back there and... To answer your question, we um, we literally cut a hole in the wall <laughs> <laughs> between the two places. So it'll be, just to get into, the, not to get too much in the minutiae and logistics of it, but it'll be a staff-only entrance because we're sharing the kitchen. So the new space is going to be strictly a dining room. So the new space is a, a guest space. Oh. Um, and then there'll be a staff-only entrance um, that you can get to and from because then the kitchen, the current kitchen will kind of sit right as the hub between the current Right. Row dining room, and then the new dining room for the trap, um, and then you have outside access uh, for guests, and then there's a, a shared corridor um, that shares with our neighbors for facilities and things of that nature. I like I like the name of that, the trap. That's 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 really cool. That's a really cool place. So then, and then of course, like you said, you'll expand out. You'll ex- expand outside as well, and uh, so Middle Eastern. What kind of food are, have you been? experimenting with what kind of middle eastern food well i think my favorite part about this is we are going to have house made pita so house made you're making your own pita you're going to be yes wow that's impressive so we're super we're super excited about that and um it's just going to be a lot of, of fun fun food with with interesting flavors we've got some great appetizers um my favorite is we've got this spinach and um uh, goat cheese dip that uh, uses, you know, Middle Eastern inspired flavors like mm-hmm. coriander and cardamom. And I just think it's going to be a really, a really fun place for people to try some adventurous food. I love Middle Eastern food. Are uh, you going to make tabbouleh? Uh, we have a, a tabbouleh-ish. Tabbouleh. Um, tabbouleh. Right. Of, gr- of course you're going to put yes. your twist on it. Yes. I know that. 
Yeah, um, yeah there's in classics. Uh, we're doing a couple different kinds of hummus. Uh, oh, yeah. made falafel. So you'll see some, some familiar, falafel. F- familiar words. You'll there. be the only place people can get falafel. You know those millennials. They love their falafel. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> well, that's a great idea. You know, yeah. I like falafel. Um, uh, and uh, it'll be fun to be able to get that in Sagatuck. I don't think anybody else offers that. No, it's it's good to have something a little different. I think you'll have a good response. I, I do, too. I do, too. That's Baba Ganoush? Possibly. Possibly. Well, we'll, ah, yes, that, that's, that's not set, that's okay. not set that's in stone that's yet. Sorry, I didn't yes. open it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, good to hear yeah, the feedback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. Right, right. Um, yeah, I love Middle Eastern. You know, I... A little bit, it's kind of, it's not, it's a little bit more intense than Greek, I think, or it's a little bit more flavor than Greek. It's, but it, it reminds me a lot of Greek, um, you know, when they had Hercules in town, um, that they had that kind of flair because that's, uh, was John's background. And, uh, and that's how I liked, uh, you know, the, uh, different Greek flair and, and foods. So excited to have that and homemade hummus. Yeah. So, would I be able to take some home, like take some to go, like hummus? Absolutely. Oh gosh, Anything that's one of my you, Greg, in your my social district cup favorite. Yeah, in my social. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Yeah, we were just talking about that. So, um, uh, you know, a lot of folks think that it w- that would be a, a great idea. Would Would you offer that if at your restaurant, if they allow uh, drinking? Because uh, you've got. You've got a liquor license. I've had cocktails there before. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, I, it's it just uh, it came down. Uh, applause to, to everyone at the city for making that happen so quickly. Um, so it just kind of came down the pipeline, and you know, we haven't quite opened yet. But yeah, we right. are we're on the we're on the list of, of available places, and we just got to go through the proper channels to get the right license and. You know, cupware sure. and all that kind of stuff. It's going to take a few weeks. As, yeah. long as, as long as you follow the rules, I think it'll be a really nice, easy, breezy thing for people to come in and give them a reason to hang out in Saga Talk, walk around, do some shopping, have a cocktail, and I think it'll be a blast. Right. And I think just doing it, you know, for a couple months, it's, you know, it's nice to give it a try. It's not something that's, you know, they're proposing to do all summer long. Right. Um, so I think, you know, most people that will take advantage of it, are going to be just the locals and the day trippers. Um, you know, we do have a lot of folks that are already booking um, sure. and and uh, for the summer season, but uh, this time of year it's still a lot of day trippers and locals. So, I think it's a good way to experiment and just see how it works. So by Memorial Day, I think everybody will be pretty comfortable. It'll, it'll work out and it won't be a whole lot of issues. Well, you know, like CJ was saying, they're doing it in Georgia right yeah, now, Savannah. Uh, Savannah. Um, and I know when I had Del Sol. There are a lot of boaters that kind of walk around with their red solo cups that have before. And, um, you know, and I know in my store, you know, um, I would kind of like turn around and I it, I don't care. I wouldn't mind me. You know, and we never had any incidences with people that walked in with their drinks. Um, they usually spend a lot of money <laughs> and especially boaters. And so I'm like, OK, come on in with your drink. <laughs> I'll hold on to your credit card, <laughs> you know. So so that was a lot of fun. Um, so um, you told me a little bit about your food. Now, people at, that are listening, they probably don't even know where you are. I haven't even mentioned where you're located. Uh, for five years, you've been across the street, Coughlin Park. What's your address there? 302 Culver Street. 302 Culver Street. Right at the corner of Griffith, Griffith and Culver. Griffith and, yeah, Griffith and Culver, right there across the street from Coughlin Park. Um, uh, and um, so are you guys planning on um, uh, uh, doing a big opening and uh, having a big uh, event when you guys open back up? 
Uh, you know, typically in the past we've we've opened with a, with a whisper, um, yeah. and that's that's just fine with us. Style. You know, the, the madness will come. <laughs> right, that's uh, for sure. And yeah, we you know each year we have uh, our some returning staff, some new staff, and so we like everyone to kind of make sure that we get comfortable, we we ease ease people in, and make sure that everyone's comfortable. Um, like you said, Memorial Day, you know, that's 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 the time when you want everyone to be rip-roaring, ready to go, uh-huh. uh, more of an autonomous operation. And uh, so, yeah, we're, but we're excited. We're what's, excited. what's your website? I, I've been on it before. I love their website. It's like a like one of those one-page websites where you just, you know, you get your information. You, you It's very you straight to, to the point, very it, simple. Yeah. Um, grow, G-R-O-W, dash, food, F-O-O-D. Com. That's it. That's Grow it. dash food. And we just com. put up the we just put up the new menus for the trap on there last Ooh. week. So those are available to, to peek at along with our twenty twenty one Grow brunch and lunch menus as well. I will have to check that out. I'll have definitely check that out. Um you gave me this bio and I was interested. I thought this was interesting, Alec. You you were trying to be a rock star <laughs> at one time. That's that's right, my friend. <laughs> Really? Um, so you played around the Chicago area. You guys looked for gigs. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. We played. You know, it was over the course of ten years. Uh, a few of those were we hit pretty strong, but we put out a few records, played several hundred shows over the years, and uh, you know, never, never quite made it to rock stardom status. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. Were you a singer? I was. I was the singer, one of the principal songwriters, and uh, keyboard player. I'm oh, a, wow. I'm I didn't a, know you played keyboard. Yeah, I'm a classically trained pianist as well, which I parlayed into rock and roll keyboarding, yes. Have you thought about, you know, putting a piano in over at the uh, at the trap? Uh, you know, if if there was more space, I would think about it. That's, <laughs> That'd be, because, that's, I mean, you can wait on people, and in between, when you take a break, you hit the, hit the hit get, on get the Get a little old va- vaudeville act. A little vaudeville yeah. act, right. <laughs> That would be great. That would be great. Um, so, you know, in the wintertime, you guys work on recipes and things like that. Do you explore the area at all, or do you go on hikings? Or, um, you know, what are your favorite things to do here in town when you, when you want to escape? Um, well, Because you guys are always at the restaurant. <laughs> this is very true, yes. This was the first year that we really had an extended um, break. We typically are open until New Year's Day. This year we closed a little bit earlier. Um, and... My, you know, I've been actually just throwing myself into gardening this year and, and learning all about how to, uh, how to, how to grow things and hopefully being able to parlay that into the restaurant in some capacity. Oh, that That's would probably be cool. been my, uh, my focus and, and fun this off season, but yeah, gardening's still indoor right now, but the seedlings are in and they're starting to, mm-hmm. starting to come up and moving. It's, it's all, all very exciting stuff, but yeah, we like, we like to get outside and we got a couple of dogs at home. So, you know, we'll climb the Mount Baldy thing and, and go through mm-hmm. the parks. We're fortunate enough to live in, in Fenville so we can spend a little time on our property and, and wander around and enjoy, um, just get some breaths of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it's been nice. What, uh, what restaurants do you guys like to eat at? Uh, see, now, you you're, now you're putting us on the spot. I know. We got to play favorites. I know. No, you don't have to play favorites. But I mean, what are some of your favorites? I mean, I, I'd say it's safe to say we're huge Southerner fans. You'll, you'll oh, find, you'll yes. find us oh, there Oh, you are frequently. so right about that. Love um, that chicken. Yes. Um, so that's that's long been one of our go. Have you spots. had that breakfast chicken biscuit? 
Uh, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Many, many with the honey on it. Oh so my good. gosh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the two wonderful spots on uh, Blue Star um, over there, Farmhouse and Isabel's. We spend a, mm-hmm. a lot of time over there as well, mm-hmm. um, especially in the last year when we haven't spent too much time out in restaurants eating just to be able to go to those two wonderful places and, and pick things up. Um, a lot of times if we have guests in town, that's, right. that's the kind of stuff we'll do as well. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, now, do you guys, uh, when there's uh, events over in Coughlin Park, do you guys usually benefit from that? You know, because you know, Venetian Festival is still kind of up in the air right now. I, I don't know if they're going to be doing that. It's just, you know, so hard to get a permit from the city to have that many people in a tent in the summer. We are planning to have music in the park, and I know Movie in the Park is going to be, uh, I, I believe, August 14th there uh, at Coughlin Park this year. Do you guys usually get a little bit more business? Uh, in short, no. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's it's really neither here nor there. We're happy to do. I like I like having that park be lively, and it's I think it's it's interesting for guests to see that that happening. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, those events guests are focused on those events. That's that's where they want to be and hang out. Um, I will say that it'll be interesting this year as we have a, a new dinner program and a new dinner focus to see how how that how that uh, correlates with with the events that are going on over there um, and see if people want to come swing by for a little snack the ex- the extended outdoor seating maybe that'll play into it um, we're, we're like I said we always love seeing it busy over there because it's fun and, mm-hmm. and it really people sit down and eat at a restaurant and they see things going on over there just uh, brings it, character to the town yeah exactly yeah, yeah. exactly and the, the parades usually come right in front of us too once, right once those come back in our lives and uh and so it's it's always nice to kind of be in that corner of the of the downtown area where where things start everyone pulls in on the pallet sign and they come right at that stop sign at griffith and culver and that's like the first stop sign that they they pull into there is right in front of our restaurant so right. um it's it's really cool to see everyone Pouring into town on, on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're right at the beginning of the town. So as I walk in to yeah. get my mail or whatever, that's where, that's where, all, the, that's where <laughs> it all starts. I see people that eat outdoors. They can bring their dogs with them. Oh, yeah. Are they, they're allowed to do that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. We have, yeah, it's like a dog park there sometimes. We'll have <laughs> I know. Six, 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 seven dogs at a time. <clears throat> uh, we have, you know. Water bowls, dog treats, all that kind of stuff. Of course, as I was going to ask to attract them. I know at Del Sol, I always made sure the water bowl, the dog treats. um, uh, We are full of dog lovers here in Saugatuck, Douglas area. Um, uh, uh, Before we go, I want to uh, remind everybody uh, again, when are you guys opening? Uh, Well, let's call it the second week of April. About the second week of April. And uh, you're at 3.02. 302 Culver Street. Culver Street, uh, right across the street from Coughlin Park. And your website is grow-food.com. Is that correct? That's exactly right. And they can find out all your information and uh, as you guys open and grow into the trap. That should be really interesting. Um, anything else that I haven't spoken about that you'd like to share with us? No, we're just, we're excited for the 2021 season and, uh, we're very appreciative for having us on today. Of course. Yes, thank you so much for having us. Of course. It's been awesome. You guys were busy last year. Did you, how, how did you fare with the, uh, it's, you know, good, good question. Um, we were fortunate enough to have kind of a business model where 
where you do most of our business during the summer when it was kind of the safest time. Right. We do a lot of outdoor seating. So we saw a little bit of effect, but we were, were very fortunate that to have made it through. You were able, able to, to pay the bills. Be able to open the oh, doors in right. 2021. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of our colleagues in Chicago and Michigan alike, you know, had, had a hard time and weren't so lucky. So yeah. we, we feel very fortunate. Um, and we're just looking forward to, to being safe and, and, and coming back. Of and, course. Uh, feeding people as safe and uh, deliciously as we can. Will you be hiring? Uh, we are still hiring, absolutely. You we are, are hiring? We are currently hiring. Currently yes. hiring. Okay, yeah, this is your expanding. I'm sure you're going to need a couple extra hands there. So yeah, you're sure. hiring. A lot of folks hiring in town. I was just talking about mm-hmm. the city hiring as well. And um, and uh, it's a great place to work. It's a great place to hang out. Um, this is Gregory Muncy, and I want to thank you, Lindsay and Alec, Pate Leitner from, is that right, Pate Leitner? Pate Leitner. Pate Leitner? There you go. Yeah. Like a lightener, like a high lightener, but pay lightener. I'll take it. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> From the Grove Restaurant here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck, we hope you have another great year celebrating five years. You guys will be entering into your sixth year. Uh, a great food. It's really everything from scratch. Um, uh, I eat there every summer and every time you're open. Uh, but th- thanks for coming by the show. Uh, we've got a uh, break right now, and then CJ and I will be back. Hey, you guys want to stick around for a minute? Just for a minute? Yeah, we can stick okay, around. Okay, good. Because CJ just put together a little, uh, and, and we'll let you go after this, but we've got a little uh, quiz here uh, to put, that uh, CJ put together. He told me there was some kind of holiday last week that we all missed, so we'll find out about that after the break. This is Gregory Muncy. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. I want to give another shout-out to Charming Saga Talk Rentals, the Interurban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, that's where I'll be tomorrow, and Mill Pond Realty. We'll be back right after this break and find out what's going on. You can plan or sing, work on your tape, do about anything that you want. When the sun goes down, this is our beach town. You can cruise in your car. That was Don Middlebrook again, and you're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van. This is Gregory Muncy, and we're getting ready for lots of events going in town. Live music is back. Restaurants are back open here in downtown Saga Tuck, uh, 50%. We were very busy yesterday, weren't we, uh, CJ? Very busy, so, yes. It was. I mean, there were tons of people. No into, parking space. I have not seen a busier February uh, in uh, this town. March. Well, it's March now, but I'm just saying the the whole season. I know it's March. Jeez, oh, Pete. Uh, you know, it, it, live music and events, uh, Wicks Park is back to having their live music. Wicks Park Bar and Grill, though, over there on Water Street, uh, across the street from the uh, Wicks Park. The Wicks Park. Uh, on uh, March 13th, coming up this Saturday, they'll have Rock Shop. 
I don't know if you know them. They do a lot of covers, and uh, and we also have them at Music in the Park, and they also perform uh, many times at the Chili Cook-Off as well. Is that the two-piece? Uh, no, 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 Tom Bryant and uh, a bunch of guys. No, it's uh, a it's a someone else. whole band, yeah. yeah. Um, another band, uh, the following Saturday after that, they're going to have Vinylicious. I've never heard of them, but I like the name, Vinylicious. And then March 27th, Silent Bark. So every Saturday... And that music starts about eight o'clock. So, uh, lots of stuff going on here in here in Saugatuck, even though it's still early in the season. But uh, it's nice to see things start open up again. It's a lot more hopeful than last year this time. I know last year this time we were getting hit with COVID, and um, and we were starting to decide whether or not we should have the annual St. Patty's Day parade. And I've gotten a couple phone calls. I've I've been facilitating that for about five years now. Um, and uh, but have been volunteering with it for over ten years, and uh, and uh, had to cancel it this year. Uh, it's just a little bit too soon to have uh, per CDC recommendations for events. Uh, they don't recommend having events that attract crowds more than three hundred, and you just can't guarantee that with all the participants and all of the spectators that it would be less than three hundred people. So. We do have to follow those guidelines. I did get quite a few phone calls uh, about folks that weren't too happy about uh, the decision to uh, call off the uh, the parade. Um, but, uh, you know, we want to be safe. We want to have a great summer. Um, you know, there's, they're still distributing some of the shots. Big Daddy Society and uh, uh, the uh, Urban Threads, those two folks over there, uh, the owners got their shots, and they were just sharing that on social media. So... I think more and more that once we get immunized, um, uh, we can open up and feel a little bit more comfortable. So I think there will be some individual parades on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I'm yeah. sure of that. I've already heard some of the locals up to their no-good deeds. Yes. Uh, we'll be driving around in cars uh, like leprechauns and, and having a lot of fun. So uh, we'll have to, uh, have to hang out in town anyway. Uh, I know Wicks Park Bar and Grill is going to have a big uh, uh, celebration for St. Paddy's Day weekend as well. And that's traditionally the weekend before St. Paddy's Day. So yep. that would be this coming weekend. So uh, And so come on out and hang out anyway. Do it social distance and be safe and have fun with us here. Now, CJ, you reminded me there's a holiday coming up. And, and I kept Alec and Lindsay here. They're still here from Grow. And they're waiting patiently because I asked them to stick around for a minute because you reminded me there's a holiday and you put another trivia together. You know, it's my favorite segment. See, when I usually get to talking. <laughs> so this is um, trivia. We have an American, an American theme or what is this? So it was the National Anthem Day. National Anthem, Anthem Day? Anthem Day. And when was recently. that? Well, it's one of the questions, so I can't tell you yet. Oh. So you uh, lost the coin toss. You'll be going second. I, there wasn't even a coin. <laughs> so I got two people against me. It was a virtual coin toss. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, everything's virtual now. Okay. So are we ready? We'll just get right into <laughs> it. Let's do right, it. So go ahead. This is for so Alec national, and Lindsay? That, that's for Alex and Lindsay. Okay. This is uh, National Anthem Day was last week, and we have some questions related to how it was written and who and things like that. What year was the National Anthem written? A- 1778, B, 1800, or C, 1814? Five, four. I'm going to go, it was, it was the War of 1812, I know that, so I'm going to say C. 
That's oh. right. Look at that. Well, you're yeah, that was that very was, good. Yeah. I'm impressed. You're I'm scared. You're in trouble. I'm getting scared. Yeah, 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 you're in trouble. Uh oh. What was the original title of the song? A. Star Spangled Banner. B. Defense of Fort McHenry. Or C. Oh, say can you see? Five, four, three. Oh, say can you see? No, that is not correct. <laughs> Well, I think you knew the, the defense of Fort McHenry. I think that, which I was like, oh, I didn't know that one either. So, oh wow, what, what, the defense of what Fort McHenry? That was the fort where the flags okay. still stayed standing. As oh, saw. okay, so there's a poem. You knew that, didn't you? You did, Alan. Oh, he's making me look <laughs> you're, really you're in stupid. trouble. You're in trouble. <laughs> this is a tougher one for them. In what year did it become the official nan- national anthem? 1816, 1912. Or 1931? Uh, 31. Oh, oh my almost, gosh. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think president was Hoover. The, I'm getting fried. <laughs> okay, here's an easier one. Who wrote the national anthem? Benjamin Franklin, William Bean, or Francis Scott Key? Francis, Francis Scott Key. Yeah. There you go. I knew that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And based on the timing of this quiz, this one's pretty easy, too. What day do we celebrate the National Anthem Day? A, March 3rd, B, June 14th, or July 4th? <laughs> that's, that's kind of a gimme. Yeah. We'll go March 3rd. Three. You, it's unstoppable at this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Fort McHenry guarded what bay of water? Because it was a, a fort that was protecting a bay of water. A, Chesapeake Bay, B, Port of Baltimore, or C, Potomac River? Say that again. So Fort McHenry, where this right. where he wrote it at, defended a body of water. Right. What body of water was it? A, Chesapeake Bay, B, Port of Baltimore, or C, Potomac River? Potomac River. That's incorrect. Chesapeake. But the Port of Baltimore. Oh, my gosh. So I, I'm no that, good in that history. That one was really hard. That was yeah, a, that I was definitely a, didn't know that. that. No. So now here's a little bit more of why this occurred. So why was Francis Scott Key at the Battle of Fort McHenry? Is the question. A, on vacation and stumbled onto the battle. B, commissioned to write the news of the battle. Or C, negotiating the, the release of his friend that was captured by the British. think b is actually he was there to negotiate the release of his friend uh, so yeah which if, wow there we go so, something. No, yeah huh. last last one just for uh, and this is a not a great one did francis scott key negotiate the freedom of his friend or not did he was he successful when he went to negotiate was what was it? so francis scott right. key was there to try to get his friends released did, was he be able to do it no the uh, the british hung the, the dr william bean B, yes, uh, Francis Scott Key, and the, he did get the release of his friend, but uh, they then captured Francis Scott Key and held him. Or C, no one was, everyone was detained till after the war. So it was, it's a tough question. So A, no. B. B is the answer. There you go. Three to two. You lose. You owe um, them a drink. I'll pretend like I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lucky guess. That was fun. Well, that's interesting. Thanks, thanks well, for putting that together. Well, yeah. hey, you guys, I want to thank you for coming onto the show. And uh, let's give them a big round of applause. Oh, yeah. The audience, I, if I could see it, where, where, could, did they hear me? Uh, hey, audience. There they are. I knew they were back there somewhere.
<laughs> Thanks for coming on, you guys. Thanks, Thank Greg. Re- really appreciate it. Yeah, you too. Enjoy um, the sunshine. Yeah, enjoy the sunshine. It's just gorgeous down there, isn't it? It is. Uh, it's going to be another beautiful day, and I'm sure we'll see the towns busy again. Absolutely. So, um, you know, lots of new stuff. I was talking about Lulu Kaju. There, that's one of the new businesses open. These guys, they're opening up this expansion called the Trap. Looking forward um, to that. Yeah, there's always new stuff going on. There's also um, somebody had uh, Gal uh, is opening uh, where Images was. Um, that's opening up again. A uh, new owner there, and uh, she owned a stop a uh, shop called uh, Local, which is right there next to Brass Anchor. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, so, so lots of new businesses coming in, um, and it's exciting, always exciting to see all that. Of course, you can always see the new businesses as we update our website at saugatuckdouglas.com. Uh, I've been busy working behind the scenes of that this weekend, um, updating our, uh, front pages. Got some really pretty spring and, uh, summer photos. If you're interested in joining our photo contest, your photo can also be on the cover of our uh, new uh, map brochure that we'll be working on the next few weeks here. Um, you just uh, submit your uh, any photos of the area, uh, and you could win up to 100 Sadaba bucks, and Sadaba bucks are as good as cash if your photo is selected. And just send that to info at sagatuckdouglas.com. And uh, we can we can include your photo and many of the other photos as we choose how to represent our town. How many applicants? How many people uh, you get a lot of photos? I get a lot of them. Um, you know, the photos part of a, the photo contest agreement is that you know we use them, uh, you know, sure. uh, for promotional. Sure. Sure. You know, if we're going to use them for a cover for a mm-hmm. map or something like that, um, and um, and of course we always give credit where credits due. Um, we usually present the Sadaba box or the winner once a year, sometimes twice a year, mm-hmm. uh, during one of our events, like music in the park or the annual tree lighting. Um, and so, uh, but uh, just send your photos of the area, your snapshots, uh, even if it's just your iPhone, uh, to uh, info at sagatuckdouglas.com. And uh, we'll send you a nice thank you and we'll keep you updated if you win our annual photo contest. So, mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. Uh, guess what's coming up next week? We've got daylight savings time. I know. That means this is 6 a.m. instead of 7 a.m. start mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Less hour of sleep. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it actually, you know, it kind of it kind of messes folks up. Their, their time behind. The extra hour means, well, actually, we're, we're, we're losing an hour this time. That's right. And so uh, we've got to kind of pull our time clocks back. You know, I always try to do this little trick, and it seems to work well for me. And that is um, the night before daylight savings time. I'll set all my home clocks back. You know, of course, I've got my devices. But it just kind of gets me in that mood the day before that it's coming up. So, yeah, that's one of the things I like to do. Um, so, uh, CJ, um, you just got back from Savannah, Georgia. And Hilton Head. We and, went to South Carolina after that. And Hilton Head. Yeah. I bet you were you were glad to be back. At, well, you know, it was a little more than a week, but it's time to get back to the bubble. I agree. It's, uh-huh. it's good to get back. Uh-huh. And um, so you're uh, – and we – are, have been going to the restaurants. Have you been uh, eating oh, yeah, yeah. It, though, since they absolutely. opened back up? Yep, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yes. And uh, and uh, where where do you find yourself falling most of the time? Oh, well, it's 
you you get into a, a rotation. So it's it's Phil's Butler. <laughs> Um, looking forward, Wally's opens up this week. I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's a good place. Wicks Park. That's that's the farthest walk from the house. So Wicks Park's. Uh, it depends on what the weather is for that walk. Right, right. But, uh, and they've got great restaurants over in Douglas as okay. well, um, and and new businesses over there. You heard about Bistro Forty Four? I ha- I have. They were on the show. Yeah, that's right. That, yeah, if you remember correctly, and they're going to be over there on Eight uh, Center Street. Um, and, uh, and they're just, uh, uh, excellent food, by the way. I know when I was, uh, strapped home during quarantine, um, uh, I had Heather, she brought me this delicious homemade soup and, um, and then also homemade rolls. And they, they do a lot of, uh, they're, they're cooking from scratch as well, but they're also hiring and, uh, they're, they'll be in that, uh, that, that uh, building across the street from Everyday People Cafe, and uh, and they're also hiring. Of course, you can go to their website. It's real simple, Bistro Forty Four, uh, or actually their Facebook page, and and find out more information about that as well. You know, we talked about the Sagatuck Center for the Arts. You know, they're they're folks that um, they they did outdoor concerts last year, um, even through mm-hmm. COVID. And, and found that successful. And so they're going to have um, some live theater uh, this year. They're going to be bringing that back. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, one of the things is the, uh, that we all, you know, love, and she's been here quite a few times, is that Dixie. And they're going to have that Dixie's Tupperware party. Um, and uh, they've got show dates. They'll start July 21st. And they'll run all the way through August 1st. And you can, of course, buy tickets in advance at a special price. Um, that Dixie's Tupperware Party, I don't, I don't know if you know much about it, but it's a hilarious off-Broadway smash. And it, and it comes back, because like I said, it's one of our favorites. And, uh, and she comes, she, she, she's just outrageously funny. She talks about funny tales and little, little, little uh, spurts of wisdom, little you know, things like that, audience participation. And it's like a big Tupperware party, and she actually sells Tupperware. We, we've done so many neat things at SEA. My favorite is was the reel to reel events, and we saw a couple of good movies. They had an Iditarod movie and a, a one about uh, Pacific salmon mm-hmm. and wild salmon. So it's a really it's a little bit of a hidden gem. Yeah, yeah. You you, you know they've got the mountain tour on film. That's yeah. that's that's going on, and of course you know when it comes to uh, virtual events. Um, you know, they've been doing the Hempy Keyboard Series as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's that's kind of cool. Um, and that's that's been virtual. So, you know, you just go to you just go to their websites, uh, SC4A.org. You can find out all kinds of information about that. Um, you know, cooking classes coming up over at Lulu Cadju. So we're waiting to hear when that's going to happen. Um, you're quite the chef, aren't you? Uh. I've rattled a pan. You've rattled a pan. Only for myself. I've but, never worked in a restaurant. I, I see these guys, they work really hard to try to get all the people through these restaurants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, um, I prefer that side of it, but I, I like to cook as well. Yeah, right, right. I like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, and the uh, another show I wanted to bring up is, and I think this sounds, it's a musical. Um, it's called Just Too Big. And, um, and and that's an event coming up. That'll be August 11th through August 22nd. You know, so 
it's it's really refreshing to see everything open back up again, isn't it? I agree. That's well, they were talking about uh, they were taking up farming and things. It's Saugatuck Douglas is sort of like in the springtime. It's what new places are going to pop up. What's going to be the changes? Right. It's like seeing the flowers come up. What are what are the new things and what's right? I, I like spring here. It's really yeah. right, right. It really is refreshing. Yeah, it is. And so now, um, once you finish your kitchen and uh, and uh, Kimberly and you guys uh, will be able to be out and about uh, over there at Charming Sagatuck Rentals, um, are you guys uh, seeing people book up and get ready for oh, we're the all season? Booked up. Yeah, we're we're booked up good. We're we're looking to plan a couple vacations and uh, enjoy enjoy the season. Uh huh. Uh huh. It sounds like a sounds like a lot of fun. Um, uh, actually, my next uh, project and, and big event will be, of course, music in the park. And uh, we're still looking for band submissions. Uh, we like to have a couple new ones a year. I know Don Middlebrook, and I work with a lot of uh, bands that uh, he he recommends. And uh, there's a couple others. Of course, our hosts will always uh, have the first dibs. Sure. Our first uh, sponsor for music in the park is going to be Interurban Transit Authority. And uh, they're going to uh, celebrate their 40th year anniversary, which we kind of planned on doing last year. But we'll be doing that. That'll be June 23rd um, uh, there at uh, at Wicks Park. And so we still have to select those bands and get that together. If you are a band yourself and you want to get in on it, uh, again, we select try to select at least two or three new bands every year to keep it rotating, to keep it fresh. And do they get any brownie points for coming and play in your show for a half hour? Yeah, I, you know, we can give them a couple of brownie p- right. points. I might, I might give them a brownie right. or maybe a pizza or, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, but of course, um, and they'll be uh, starting again, uh, that'll be June 23rd uh, there in the park where we'll also have art in the park on uh, August, uh, August 21st, I believe. It'll be two days after the sidewalk sale. I'm watching Anna Donahue walk in. She's our next guest. She'll be she'll be at the at the table here at the uh, half hour, the next half hour. Um, uh, we just want to uh, give a, a another shout out um, to all of our sponsors. Uh, I've got Charming Sagatuck Rentals here, and then of course Interurban Transit Authority. We've got Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and uh, of course I'll be there making designs tomorrow. Come say hi. And then I'll also uh, uh, work at uh, Mill Pond Realty once we get busy, and uh, and uh, lots of plans to have a lot of fun this summer. Um, I want to uh, uh, want to uh, get everybody also finally um, caught up on uh, other events going on in town. Here um, we see that uh, the Safe Harbor uh, uh, has. This annual, I'm looking it up here. Give me just a second. Those, those were the girls that were in earlier, and they're coming back to sort of as we got closer to it now, so they can. Right. It's a 13th the 13th annual Lifeline Gala, and it's April 16th, 2021. It's going to be at the Bay Point Inn, um, and they're going to have an event, but it's also. They've raised um, already 765000 about 51% of their goal. What they're doing is they're growing. They're. Uh, they're taking their building from 2,400 square feet, 7,000 square feet. So it's a bigger building, and it's going to help them uh, serve more children through. They'll have multiple counseling rooms. There's a CASA training room, a medical suite. Um, uh, it's huge. Like I said, from 2,400 to 7,000, 
There's play art therapy rooms. Um, and so it, they've got individual offices. Like I said, they've already raised um, for 51% of their goal. $1.5 million is what that, that's a big, yeah, absolutely. so they need a lot of help. Um, you can give them an online donation at safe Harbor, uh, uh, safe Harbor, CAC.org. Um, and of course you can also, uh, give them a call or if you're, you know, if you're a business, um, you know, you can also, you're interested in donating as well. Um, you get a, uh, tax reduction. They they are 501 C three. And so uh, uh, you can deduct, you know, 300 individual. If you're a couple, you can deduct 600 off your taxes. Taxes are coming due. Uh, They are coming due. And um, so I've got to, we've got our next show, you know, next week. I want everybody to tune in because uh, we're getting, we're going to have more musical guests as we get on the next few weeks. But next week we'll have Tree of Life. Uh, The owner, Whitney Troutman, will be on. And then uh, we'll also have these girls as well and more guests uh, as well. So stay tuned to Saga Tuck on Sunday. Um, we're going to break here for just about a minute. And then when we get back, uh, we will have Anna Donahue from West Michigan Artist Entrepreneurs. We're going to find out a little bit more about her. She's been putting on an event here in town for uh, actually three years Started in 2000, I think, 17, uh, 16 or 17. And then, but of course, last year we had to cancel it as we were canceling everything because of COVID. Um, But she'll be on next. Uh, But we're going to take a break right now. And I want to remind you that you're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. This is Gregory Muncie, and we will be right back with Anna Donahue. Welcome back to Saga Tuck on Sunday. This is Gregory Muncie. Just want to remind you that you can always listen to our podcast. They're available at 927theband.com. You can always go there and listen to all of our past podcasts, including this one. We'll be on about an hour after the show. We want to welcome you back. And here we are in downtown Saga Tuck. The sun is coming up beautifully. Uh, it's probably going to be another busy day in town. Lots of plenty of room for social distancing. Uh, lots of parking available this time of year. So if you're looking to take a little day trip uh, and get out there and enjoy the sunshine, hang out with us. Our restaurants are back open at 50% capacity and all of our shops as well. Uh, everybody is very, very uh, cooperative and, and uh, uh, engaging with the new social distancing that we've all gotten used to over the last year. I know a lot of us are sick of it, but we're still doing it. And uh, we just want to keep safe. And so we do remind you that when you're in our stores here and when you're waiting to get your table, you're going into your restaurant to ask for a table, just send one person in to ask for that table and uh, and then uh, and then bring the party in. And just keep your masks on until you sit down. 
and then uh, th- that way we can enjoy our time together safely. I want to uh, welcome, we've got uh, uh, our next guest coming on the show, uh, 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 is a, a great gal that I got to meet back around 2016, and um, uh, I want to find out more about her. She is an artiste. Uh, she runs the uh, runs the uh, local um, uh, uh, area event called the uh, Artist Entrepreneurs, and our local event here, Art in the Park, that we've been doing for many years. So I want to get that disco ball down, and here it comes, and here she comes, working the floor, and twist and shout. <laughs> yeah, I'm dancing. Yeah, yeah, she's dancing. <laughs> Welcome, Anna Donahue. From the, uh, uh, we call it the Artist Entrepreneurs Group. That's great. Yes, yeah, it's, gr- it's a group that I started in Grand Rapids, and I wanted to make it available to any artist in West Michigan. So we, we got this thing going in order to help artists learn about the business of art. About the business of That's art. That's why we use the word entrepreneurs in our name. Right. Okay. Because there's so many artists out there. I'm reading here, and you made a living being an artist. Exactly. I did that. I started my business way back in the 90s. Within five years, I was making six figures. Wow. That's got to be you – know, because it's hard to get – even great artists, it's so hard to get into that. So now you teach people the entrepreneurship, how to do what you did. Exactly. I, I learned the business of art by just getting out there and showing people what I could do, working the system, as you may call it. And, right. and I feel that there's so many artists out there that just don't know how to do that. They, they're great artists. They do beautiful work. They're creative. There's so many people out there that just are really good at their craft, but they aren't able to make money doing it. And they want to. Right. So that's my whole goal is to get together with those people, teach them what I do and help them to make a living as an artist. I think that's great. I've seen you work with the local artists here at uh, the Art in the Park event that you've been putting on. We'll talk about we'll talk about that in a minute after I get done talking about you. Um, before the uh, before we came back from break, you were saying uh, you did a little radio, or you uh, went actually into- when I was in college way back in the last century, sometime I worked at a local radio station. It was actually a uh, what do they call it? A, a public radio it was on the campus of the of the college. Oh yeah, sure. So uh, did you have fun with that? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Probably a lot I could learn from you. Well, I don't know. I, did, I didn't do much. I mean, I, I back in those days, you had to have a license to be right. on the radio. So Correct. I got my little radio license. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Yeah. It was that's, fun. I had a fun time doing that's that. That's funny. Now, you know, today all you need is a microphone like this. Exactly. You know, and and uh, you're on the air. I mean, look, they give a person like me. You know, I mean, it's, so it's got to be easy. Um, <laughs> 20, 20 second delay. I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, now you, but you've got your master's in uh, business administration, right? Is that is that correct? Yeah, I did that because I wanted to prove that I know business. I I got the MBA recently, just in the last few years. Oh, congratulations! Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm focusing on project management because as an artist, what I do is I create really big projects. I've done art prize every year, and I do big outdoor projects, so sculptures, large-scale murals, and that sort of thing. And so whenever, whenever you're working on something that, on that scale, you need to manage a lot of people. Oh, sure. Oh, so sure. That's where project that's, management comes in. Absolutely. That's what I project manage. So that's uh, for oh, big things. Oh, there you go. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's okay. a tough job, yeah. but it's fun. 
And you went to, the, oh, the esteemed Kendall College of Art and Design. I see. Yeah, for a while there, I thought I wanted They've to be They've got quite a reputation. Yeah, they are. It's a great school. I, yeah. I met a lot of really great people there. And I uh, was thinking that I wanted to become an interior designer at the time. Oh. But I decided that I didn't like it too much paperwork. So right. I did not finish that degree. But uh-huh. I learned a lot. Oh, right, right. Um, so you moved here in 1987 with your husband mm-hmm. um, from Montana. Well, right. I That's where I went to college and got my degree uh, in art and communication arts. Uh-huh. And uh, I met my husband actually in northern Minnesota where we got married. He Don't was you at, know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> how they talk, too. It exactly. I was raised in North Dakota, so I I really love that little accent. Yeah, sure. But we lived at the Navajo Reservation when we f- were first married. My husband taught at a mission school on uh, the Navajo Reservation out in the middle of nowhere. It was oh, like wow. living in a third world co- country, actually. Yeah. It was really fun. I, we loved the uh, – it was just beautiful, beautiful out there, beautiful people. We really enjoyed it. But that job was temporary, and then he, then we actually moved to uh, – the Bahamas, and, and he worked there for six months. Oh, you lived in the Bahamas for six months. That yeah. had to have been fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. We were, that's we were a raised, change from yeah. northern. You know, yeah. yeah, what a very yeah. different, very yeah, different. Yeah. Arizona, the Bahamas, beautiful. Then we had to move to Michigan, and that was kind of hard because the first yeah. month we were here, it rained for thirty days straight. I think it was a record. Really? And, yeah, and I was like, I don't know if I can live here, hon. <laughs> But hey, we you know it ended up being great though. West Michigan is a beautiful place, and it really is. It has the four seasons, which we love. And mm-hmm. our kids, we raised our three boys here, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was great. We've had a lot of sunshine this winter. Uh, a lot of a lot I of know, sunny it days. It really this has year. been a good winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been very nice here. Mm-hmm. So um, you started the artist entrepreneurs. Is this a non? Profit organization? Yes, yes, it is. Well, we're we're working on that. We haven't got all the paperwork completed or all of it approved yet, but we have actually started, and we're working towards that goal of being a nonprofit, mm-hmm. and we're acting as a nonprofit at this time. Oh, okay. And now, since you started the Art in the Park Sagatuck event, um, what got you started in the art festival movement? You've been doing these big projects, you say, um, and and you're kind of like a bigger artist. I've seen you organize these local artists that I know a lot of them, they struggle just to open up a tent. I, <laughs> I, I just think it's wonderful that you've reached out to so many different people, you know, and allowed them to have a venue like this that probably wouldn't be able to seek venues out like that, you know, that just don't have the right, know-how. Right, and that is the reason. Because it's I, hard to get in these art shows. It is. Sometimes. It is Now, hard. I don't know, you know, the process that the girls do here for the uh, the, the Sagatuck Douglas Art Club, which I just joined. Um, uh, but uh, uh, I know they have a juried type, you know, th- uh, oh. thing, I believe. Um, but I know a lot of art fairs, it's hard to get in. It is hard. It's expensive as well. They have a lot of requirements and the fees are high and it's, yeah, you have to apply to be in there. You have to show them everything you do with what we did though. The reason we started art in the park with your help, Mm-hmm. Gregory, thanks right. for that, because you did a lot to facilitate us being in Sagatuck. Sure. And we started it for the reason of teaching artists how to do an art festival. And it's part of Artist Entrepreneurs, really. Artist Entrepreneurs sponsors it. And what we do is we help artists who have artwork, who are prolific producing artwork and are, have good quality artwork. Right. 
And we help them by showing them the ropes of doing an art festival. And okay. that, but we also make sure that we have really high quality stuff and we don't duplicate a lot. We make sure that it's uh, on a lower scale, like anywhere from 25 to 50 artists. We limit the number of artists that can be in it. And then we also require that they're, they all are differentiated so that there's not competition um, with the same style or the same uh, objects that they're selling. The same and there's variety, products. too. Yeah, variety, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. so it's because we want to really make it great for the public, too, so that they can have a variety of different things to see, to buy, and also that it's not competitive for the artists. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, um, when you make a profit from this, uh, what do you do with the profit? Is it is well, it something that is it? Yeah, because uh, I know one year um, you gave a donation to the Sagatuck Douglas Art Club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what we do. We with all it, of anything, the profit, anything so, over and above what it costs to put it on, sure. goes to a nonprofit organization that is having to do with something to do with art in the, Sagatuck area. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay, we want to promote the community of Sagatuck. And help Sagatuck by doing that. So and we don't we don't really try to make a lot of money on it. That's not our goal. Our goal is really more educational for the artists and also to help the community. Oh, okay. Do the so, artists sort of graduate? You know, they start off and it's probably their they don't want to be in that business part of it because that's not the way they're wired. Oh yeah, so I know. Do they, so yeah. do they sort of graduate? They do it one year and they get some confidence and then move on to other things and you rotate artists or do they stay forever? Well, we've got a lot of repeat artists that come okay. back. Yeah, um, if they do well here, they love it and they come back. I've got a lot of people that carried over from last year when we had to cancel. I offered them to stay on for this coming year or get a refund. Mm-hmm. And only about half of them asked for a refund. Oh, I had okay. quite a few that said, no, I'm going to wait till next year. I'm going to stay on. Good. And they stay on at the same rate. We had to raise the rates a little bit this year, but it's still very reasonable. It's $115 to be in the... In the art show, uh huh. That's yeah. That's that's pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, now, why did you choose Sagatuck? Why Sagatuck? You're from Grand Rapids, but what? Yeah, brought you I've here? had people say, "How come you went to Sagatuck? Why don't you just do it in Grand Rapids?" But right. we, but we really want to promote artist entrepreneurs to the entire West Michigan landscape. Uh-huh. We don't want to be just stuck in Grand Rapids. And there's so many things going on there already. Yeah. And we thought Sagatuck actually was the most amenable to us. They were the most friendly and the most helpful uh-huh. and the most open, the most I, – I, we thought it was the best place. Oh, right. Because it really it, – it, it draws people in. And Sagatuck is really known for art. Mm-hmm. Always. And we wanted yeah. to have a destination point for people to go to, mm-hmm. not just like a parking lot in Grand Rapids right. for an art festival. Or right, you know? right. It's but so nice to have the parks. And yeah, a destination I mean, where they can enjoy the rest of our stores and exactly, galleries. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a pretty successful event, too. I, I know over the years I've seen it grow since you started it. And, and uh, I believe we did it three years in a row, and then yes. uh, we had to cancel in 2000 uh, last year yeah. for, for yeah. COVID. Um, and uh, now you did big projects, like you've done installations at um, uh, the uh, Grand Rapids Art, the big um, art prize. Art prize. Uh, yes. Tell us about those. What, what, what did you create for Art Prize? Well, the first year I was so excited about Art Prize because I thought, wow, this is something that I can do. I could get into because, like as you said before, it's hard to get into art shows or art festivals. It's hard to get in there and get your artwork shown. Right. And right away I knew that this would be an opportunity for me to do a sculpture, which is difficult to uh, find a place to ex- display a sculpture. Right. And so I, I uh, 
signed up for Art Prize right away. And then I landed a great venue. I got Mary Freebed Rehabilitation Hospital. Mm -hmm. And I created a sculpture of a girl standing on a rock. And my niece had been a patient at Mary Freebed. So we used her in conjunction with Mary Freebed to show something that connected to them. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And she has a disability, which I showed in the sculpture. You don't really notice it unless you know, but it's part of the story of the sculpture. Right. So after Art Prize, they wanted to purchase it, and they actually did, and it is now in front of uh, the main entrance. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's no, been there since yeah, that's 29, a, 29, 2009, I think, was the first year. Uh, what, what medium? What's it? Bronze. Bronze. Oh, bronze. Mm-hmm. impressive. So yeah. you're a bronze artist. Exactly, yeah. And then the next year I did another sculpture, another bronze, which did not sell, and I still have it for sale. <laughs> <laughs> that's I really, need to bring it here to Sagatuck and yeah, show right. it off. <laughs> that's really interesting. Um, uh, so... Um, I've, I've never seen your bronze sculptures. I'll have to show you pictures. Yeah, yeah. I've I'm got a beautiful think. bronze. It's that's it, sitting in my garage right now. It's been uh, in art and public places. It was in uh, Colorado for a year, and it was down. Just I just brought it back from Miami, Florida this last December. It was down there on display for a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Art and public places is a big uh, national endowment for small towns that want to promote sculpture. Right. Right. We've got some great sculptures around here. I know Cynthia McKean, um, she's one of our local artists here, um, who uh, creates a lot of the sculptures, like the Family of Man, that, oh, that yeah. red piece over there in mm-hmm. at, uh, at the uh, Coughlin Park. And um, now, um, what what kind of stuff are we expecting for this year's art <laughs> festival? Oh, yeah, are you and, talking and, about art in the park? Art in the park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because Art Prize, I don't know about that yet. So uh, Yeah, yeah. What's what's going on with art? Do you know what's going well, they, on? They are the- going to hold the event this year. They were trying to get more outdoor work and trying to get uh, the venues to create outdoor areas to display art mm-hmm. so that it would be more accessible to more people mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. because of COVID right. issues and things like that. But it's going to go on. It's going to happen, I think. Okay. Well, good, mm-hmm. good, yeah, good. I, I don't know much else. Uh, artists can sign up next month in April. They're, they'll start the artist signups. Right, right. Um, now, you've got uh, the art festival here in Saugatuck coming up. Yep. What, 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 do you have any extra plans or anything special or anything unique well, uh, coming what, this year? Well, one thing that we do is we really treat the artists nice at mm-hmm. our art festival. We make sure that they have food and snacks, drinks all day long. Yeah. We actually feed the artists, so they don't have to worry about going and finding something to eat. Mm-hmm. We take care of them, and then we also um, are going to give them a – a uh, little uh, bonus um, payback if they park in the parking lot at the high school to free up more parking downtown. Sure. And we are changing the hours from 10 to 4. So okay. it'll be 10 in the morning till 4. So a little um, earlier. Yeah, yeah it's going to start I think it was at, at 11. Yeah, before. it was yeah. 11 to 5, but but that made it difficult for the artist to wrap up at the end of the day, and it kind of winds down around 3 or 4 anyway. Okay. We're having live music. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that'll be great. We did, we did live music at the last one, too, and it was very successful. We mm-hmm. had a great band that came out. They play kind of Americana-style music, yeah. kind of friendly music that everybody likes. Yeah. And uh, uh, what else? Oh, we have awards. We will be giving out uh, purchase awards, um, and also we give uh, Best Fine Art, Best Fine Craft, and Best Display Awards. Uh-huh. It includes money, cash awards, plus a trophy. Oh, oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> So, so that's really great. So, you, so you get a hold of all these artists. If an artist wants to get a hold of you, 
Um, where they where, where will they find you at? Artistentrepreneurs.org is my Artist, website. Artistentrepreneurs.org. Yes, and don't and ask me to spell entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Um, uh, well, I, I, <laughs> Google it. I, I'm a very good speller. I, it's E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R-S. There you go. I just, I'm such, I knew that off the top of my head. You can't tell I was reading, could you? Not at all. <laughs> um, uh, so as we get, as we get closer, what other projects, what are you working on now? So am I, am I working? Yeah. Right as now? far as artists, what's in your studio? What I am doing right now is creating webinars to teach artists about finding their niche and uh-huh. where to sell their art. Because most so artists, work, I'm, I'm really not creating artwork myself right now. But what I do, what I do is I do commissioned work. Right. So if I get hired to paint a mural, for example, I painted about 26, 45 foot long murals for Jude's Barbershop. Wow. They have a lot of locations all around West Michigan. Uh-huh. And so I've done all but two of their locations. Oh, wow. And wow. each one is different. And they're really fun. They're like pop idol icons, mm-hmm. um, sports figures, things like that. Just fun stuff that... Uh, How long does it take to do them? Yeah. Like well, I, I work on them for a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah, about two weeks. Okay. And it's just... I hire people to help. Sure. Right. I was going to say, you've got a team, right, that you hire mm-hmm. for these, these projects? Because yeah, that's got to be... just a couple people help me. So I guess, yeah, you've been doing it so long that you've got... You're getting into the educational aspect. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been doing that so long that I feel like I need to share the knowledge and the experience I've had. Yeah. So I'm really focusing on teaching other artists and then helping them to find what their best platform is for selling their work. Because typically an artist doesn't go all over the place. They don't go all over the map. Like if they do art festivals, that's what they do. And I know uh, artists that make six figures on art festivals. Right. That's all they do. Wow. I know artists that make that much money in galleries. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all they do. They just, they just sell through galleries or yeah. they sell on Etsy or they sell online at Fine Art America. Or there's a lot of, there's tons of places you can sell art. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of different ways to sell it. And it depends on the personality of the artist you know, what they're all about and what their medium is mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, what they like and don't like to do. So how does did, how does someone get a hold of you if they want to have a big commission piece like that? Well, I have a website, AnnaDonahueArt.com. Yeah. and that's your own website? Yeah, that's so my personal website. I guess I'm embarrassed. I probably should have been checking, out, checking it out before, um, uh, and I should know that that's your website. You know, I, I've known you so long. That I thought you were one of the people I didn't have to do a whole lot of background on, um, uh, because we've been doing the project together a, a lot together. Because it is a Sadaba event, um, that uh, the art in the park. That's all, uh, we've been doing it the Saturday after uh, the um, the annual sidewalk sale. The annual sidewalk sale will be on August nineteenth this year, with any social distancing uh, rules that may apply will be used. Um, uh, but I think by August things will be a little bit, uh, a little bit more open, um, a little bit more uh, relaxed. I'm hoping um, as the uh, as more people are what getting. Day, what day is the art in the park? Uh, the 21st. 21st. It's, yeah, it would be uh, two days right after, and um, it's on that Saturday right mm-hmm. after. So okay. yeah, great for promo too because then at the sidewalk sale we can promote it, mm-hmm. get the posters up that week and. And make sure that everybody knows about it, what's coming up. It's a family-friendly event, too. We really promote that. We have a kids' area for creative things that they can, uh-huh. you know, join in and do. Little projects. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so uh, 
so you're working on these webinars. Um, are these webinars are are they available? Are, have you have you launched the, uh, the, any webinars yet? Do I, you... I am just working on doing that. Uh, a person can actually sign up for uh, Artist Mastermind or Mentoring with Masters on my website, artistentrepreneurs.org. Uh-huh. Artistentrepreneurs.org. Yeah, if you go to that website, you can sign up for Art in the Park uh-huh. and then also the um, the other training programs that are about – it's really more about helping artists to – to uh, find their way to start making a profit right. on their art. Right. Interesting. I, I bet you that's a very uh, satisfying to see someone struggling with that to then being able to sell their art somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, how about now? You've gotten used to Michigan for what? Uh, Twenty five years, or how yeah, long you've been? Thirty some years. Eighty seven. Yeah. I'm trying to do the math. That's a, it's a long time. That's yeah. a long time. I like it here. Uh, uh, so have you found yourself now? You originally you're from North Dakota, so mm-hmm. the winter shouldn't scare you off too much. No, I love the winter. Uh-huh. Yeah, it yeah. reminds me of home, but it's not as severe. What so are your favorite good. things to do this time of year, winter, winter activities? Well, you know, when I was studying interior design, I found out that people spend about 90 to 95% of their their life indoors. Right. <laughs> so it doesn't wow. really matter too much about the weather when you really think about it. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I don't really take part in winter sports so mm-hmm. much. I I don't know. I mean, you know, walking, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. getting out. Um, mm-hmm. It's, you know, one thing that I found with COVID, it's been really tough not being around people as much. Right, right. And But I've been on Zoom a lot. I know. Seems like that's all we're doing is Zooming and yep. and, uh, and and having those virtual things now. And, and it's gotten better. It's gotten to where it's successful. The, the beginning Zooms were everybody, you're on mute still instead yeah. of. It's a lot better now. You can actually communicate. I think, people are, I think it's been good for a lot of people uh-huh, to uh-huh. learn the technology and get used to it. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So um, do you hang out in Sagatuck, you and your husband? Do you ever spend time here downtown? I love coming down here, and I I like to do a little research. Like I come down, check it out, like, you know, what kind of things are popular with people. Uh-huh. The restaurants are great. It's yeah. really fun to come down there, uh-huh, uh-huh. down here for that reason. Right, right, yeah. right. I'm usually with girlfriends, though. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. It's, 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 <laughs> my husband hates shopping. He doesn't like doing stuff like that. So I'm like, you know, let's get the girls together and we'll go have some fun. Yeah, yeah. It is a great place. That's for what that. the benches are for. You see all the, the men sitting on the benches while their it's, wives are shopping. Right, exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah. We call them, yeah, waiter. Uh, uh, we call, I always I would tell the guys when, when, when the ladies were walking in when I had the store, um, uh, just uh, hand me your wallet and we'll take care <laughs> of everything. Have a seat and uh, we'll take care of everything here. Um, it, you know, things are starting to open up uh, again. Do you do any other art fairs yourself? Or, um, I mean, other than facilitate this one, d- d- did you previously do art I, fairs? Yeah, I did. I've had, had experience doing art fairs in mm-hmm. the past, and that's where I came up with the idea of doing that to teach people how to do it. Right. To, you know, what, what's, what's all involved with it? What do you have to do to pull it off successfully? Yeah, I know Ann Arbor has a huge art fair every year mm-hmm. on the east side of the state. Um, and, um, and so, uh, I just got, uh, paint brushes and, uh, uh, some canvases and, uh, and some paints. I just joined the Sagatuck Douglas oh, Art Club. Okay. So, uh, I'd like to bring some of that a little bit back. I ran across some of my previous artwork and paintings and, and, uh, and, and thought it'd be interesting to, uh, to join with the girls and spend some time there. Mm, I didn't know you were an artist. That's great. Um, a I've little seen, bit. I've seen some of his work. He's done some neat things. We had an ornament contest this year. 
and uh, and uh, we all painted ornaments and uh, uh, CJ's uh, 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 and and Ki- so, Kimberly's daughter and husband actually yep. were the judges. And uh, and you took the, second place. I took second place. I wow. guess. Wow! But you, I, his was the most artistic. They most certainly were. I did. <laughs> I, I did one of the bathroom the in the in the Wix Park. Oh! And then Phil's. I hit at Phil's, and then I did Phil's little the yeah. sign there. Um, the uh, the you know Wix Park. You found out it might have been a whole lot different. Did you? Did yeah, you, were yeah. You, did they, did you keep up with any of that when that was going on? When you told me you were going to be doing some stuff with it, but I don't. Well, they I to- haven't seen it yet. They had talked about uh, building a um, uh, band shell. Band shell, and we thought right. that it was going to be a go at one point. But um, there were some folks here in town that thought uh, you know they they loved the gazebo and the way it looked, and they thought they wanted to keep it that way, and. Oh. Uh, they actually uh, uh, created a petition uh, that a lot of folks signed, and unfortunately, the donor, um, the very generous donor, uh, pulled back his donation of the uh, band, for the band show. For the band show, <laughs> correct. Uh, it was creating too much drama, so I think he just wanted less drama. Yeah. That's, oh. So did they yeah, upgrade so. the gazebo, or are they planning on Yeah, you know what that looks like, right? You know, it's like it's, it's falling apart, yeah, basically. Yeah. You know, the there's always that rotted wood. you got to be careful how you walk out of it. Um, I'm sure that they will be, you know, making it um, safe, you know, to use. Um, uh, but I don't know uh, anything else. I've been going to the city meetings. It really hasn't been talked about. Oh, whole lot, I wonder. I wonder if they put a ramp or something around it. That was the discussion is to, to make it uh, accessible. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. uh-huh, so we'll, uh-huh. we'll see. I think we could use the new bathrooms. Well, I, that'd be great. And I love having that gazebo for the band because that's where they performed when mm-hmm. we had the band at the well, That's where Music the in the Park was been. So, yeah, it's a good yeah. good place. Yeah, yeah, it is cute. Um, it is cute. Um, I I would like to see, you know, um, uh, a little bit of uh, upgrading in, in that park, including the restrooms, um, uh, because those restrooms are just a little bit old. Um, yeah. So it's just time to time to renew those. It would be nice. Uh, soon though, but I think that's part of their long-term project with the park. Some eventually. general grading—that's such a low spot. Every the flooding in some spots, so I think some just grading of that park would be worthwhile. Right, right. Um, so Anna, Anna Donahue, I want to thank you for coming onto the show. Um, you've been a wonderful guest to finding out about art in the park. It'll be this year, August twenty-first, at Wicks Park, from ten a.m. to four p.m. Um, and if uh, folks want to uh, join up, they want to buy a table, how much is it? 115 for a tent, basically, while, while they bring their own. Right, bring yeah. your own tent, but 115 for your spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and they can go to um, artistentrepreneurs.com or oh, .org. .org. Make sure it's org. Make sure it's org. Because there's other artist entrepreneurs out there. Yeah, right, right, exactly. But we're exactly. the .org. You're the .org. And, and uh, folks can sign up if they'd like to be in that event. They can also find out more information about um, your webinars and your uh, your work uh, to help artists get on the road of making money at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many of them, you know, that they're they're new. Um, I need. To, I, in fact, I've got a friend who's who's a painter. She's been out there talking on Facebook, and that she's getting back into it. So I have to connect you two. More definitely is COVID brought out more artists with sitting home and more people doing that with the. I wouldn't say that. I, I think um, right now it's been hard for people to make decisions. It's been, it, you know, to say, yeah, I want to do this or I want to do that. Everyone's sort of skittish. I think they're starting to warm up to, you know, getting out more and doing more. But 
I have not really found that I've had more activity okay. All right. during this time. You would think so. All right, right. Maybe. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know what people are doing. <laughs> if, they're, if they're, you know, watching TV a lot. Or... Yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. Uh, a lot King of people working from home two. now. Yeah. I know I do a lot of work from home. So do you, yeah, CJ. Yeah. And uh, and I, I want to thank you for coming out and driving out tonight. Uh, that necklace, uh, let, what's, what's, what, that's really cool. Is it, Did you make that? No, no. I, I, I don't remember where I got it, to be honest. But I'm sure. But it's just a little. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, you look really cute. <laughs> I, I want to thank you for coming on to the show. And let's give Anna Donahue a big round of applause, my audience, my huge audience. Thank you for coming on and letting us know a little bit more about that event over at Wicks Park that we've been seeing since 2016. And uh, we will be bringing it back this year. Um, that's at Wicks Park on August 21st. Look for Art in the Park with Anna Donahue. I want to thank everybody for listening in to our show. Next week, I will, I'll have a co-host, I promise, next week. Lisa Anastopoulos from uh, the uh, Safe Harbor Child Advocacy Center. She'll be my co-host. We've got a couple of great guests, uh, one of them including uh, Whitney Troutman from Tree of Life Juice, keeping it healthy here in Sagatuck with their fresh-squeezed juice, uh, avocado toast, uh, their wonderful uh, smoothies as well. So we'll, we'll learn more about her business um, and when she's here next week from 7 to 9 a.m. We're here every Sunday. Thanks for listening to us. This is Gregory Muncy. I want to thank C.J. Badgerak for being my uh, little sound guy. And uh, I like how I said little sound guy. Uh, I make little sounds. Yeah, yes. right. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank K- uh, Chad Cashman there at the studio for keeping us all queued up. And uh, I want to thank you for listening to us and keeping involved in our cute little towns here and seeing what we're up to. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Don't forget to um, listen to our podcast at 92.7thevan.com. This one should be up in about an hour. And then, of course, you can listen to all of our previous shows uh, since we launched our new show last December. also want to thank Alec and Lindsay Paintliner from The Grow, 302 Culver Street. They'll be opening about the second week of April, so we're looking forward to that good food and, of course, their expansion, The Tramp. want to thank Charming Saga Tuck Reynolds, the Interurban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop and Mill pond realty without them this wouldn't be possible thanks for tuning in we'll see you next week on saga tuck on sunday on 92.7 the van we hope you have a great day enjoy that beautiful sunshine see you next week Thanks for joining us this morning for Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Charming Saga Tuck Rentals. If you'd like to hear today's show, you can go to our website for the podcast, 927thevan.com. It's also on our mobile app. And join us next Sunday, 7 a.m. for Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 927 The Van.